Coming live from Los Angeles, California, USA is our guest this morning. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Rich Kozak, founder and CEO of Rich Brands, author, and he's the rocket fuel for people who want their brand to impact others' lives or the world. Welcome to the show, Rich. AJ, it's great to be here. This is going to be fun, and I'm going to predict this will be a blessing to the business and maybe to the lives of many of the people who are listening to this. Absolutely, absolutely. You are, your name itself sounds richness, not in terms of brand richness, not in terms of the type of value you bring, but also in terms of making one's life rich in terms of business as well as personal life. So welcome to the show. Once again, Rich, welcome to India and with lots of audience, not just in India, but also on this global podcast show to lot many places that is going live at the moment on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. So first, uh, Rich, just to understand, we all know, hear about this word called brand, branding. And everybody tries to understand in their own meaning. What in your understanding is a brand, what branding is about? And then you are talking about impact branding. Several things at the same time, but you know, so that you can answer them all at your own pace. So over to you. Please help us understand the basics. This is about, you know, there are millions and millions of small businesses, consultants, and they keep on wondering what exactly is branding? What is personal branding? What is business branding? Though keep, people keep on pushing all that thing on social media and all sorts of media, but a lot of people are still wanting to understand that. Well, it's an excellent question. It's a great place to start. And I will be brief. This is for anyone, no matter where you are in the world. And I have worked with companies as large as $14 billion. And today, for the last seven years, I work with individuals. So it does not matter who you are. Here is your quick course. A brand is a perception. But it's not your perception. Okay. It's everybody else's perception of, in this case, your brand. Now, that might be you personally or a, an entity you've created or a company that you run or a company that you are charged with being the, the champion for, but it's the perception that others have of the brand. So if a brand is a perception, what is branding? It's all of those things and you won't have enough money or time to do them all, all of those things that you choose to do to shape a consistent perception that moves your brand forward in the way it wants to move to impact people's lives or the world. So branding is just your choices to shape that perception. The word branding is used to entrance. It's used to sell marketing services because everyone who sells marketing services knows no one teaches branding. They just talk about it. I've been teaching it for 46 
years. I do, I'm about to do my 53rd one-day workshop intensive called The Brand You Will Become, How to Define It and the Steps to Achieve It. It's just a process. So a brand is a perception and branding is all those things you get to do to build a unique perception that is consistent and, and it's branding to become a brand that is consistent and perceived the way it needs to be perceived to make your impact. It's just a process. You don't hear that language. It is just a process. My book is a gift. It's called Seven Steps. It's a how-to book. Seven Steps to Ensure Your Brand, whether it's a company or an entity or you personally, impacts people's lives in the world. Seven steps to ensure your brand impacts people's lives in the world. There are only seven steps. It is rigorous, but it is always effective. You asked me two questions. So what is brand? What is branding? Hopefully that's helpful. And I'm going to throw in a bonus question. So what's marketing? Marketing at its best. And I love marketing. I've done all areas of marketing. I could speak for weeks on any area of marketing or branding because I've been doing this for 46 years. I even sat on the board of directors of the American Marketing Association for four years, international. Marketing at its best, when it's really, really done well, is execution of an excellent brand and an excellent branding strategy. So branding comes first. So you asked me two questions. The second is, what do you mean by an impact-driven brand? I choose, although I've worked with companies and been on global brand teams, when I was running the agency for 20 years, I sat on global brand teams and we moved brands from country to country. I'm a certified global branding consultant. That's wonderful for, credit, for credibility in my past. These days, I focus only on individuals who are driven to share their business, their, their calling, their gift, whatever they feel it is, with other people to touch their lives in some way, to make the world a better place, they focus more on the impact. It's the impact that they know they can make, that they get passionate about. Those are the people whom I am absolutely ready and probably more qualified than anyone you can put up against me to help them get clarity about what their brand can be and create clarity in its unique language so that they position themselves perfectly and to get alignment in everything their brand says and does moving forward. Now, I talk to a lot of people, AJ, a lot of people, and a lot of people find me and I listen to the questions that I hear over and over and over. And when I ask them, what are you really looking for? What, if, you, if I could wave a magic wand and you got it, what could I help give you? The word that continues to come up is clarity. I just need more clarity. I, I want to have a clearer picture of what, what my brand really is or can be like. What, what, they struggle with the word branding and what it means because no one ever taught them. They kind of don't trust it because the world has taught them that branding is tricky, that it's more art and foo-foo creative and guru create than science. 
you know, nobody teaches them it's a process. Nobody. Okay. I mean, I would go into big companies and they would go, really? It's a process. <laughs> I mean, it's just not taught. So clarity is a missing piece in people's hearts. Those I really hope hear this and reach out are people who are already successful in their calling, in their business, in their gift. We might be making a half a million dollars or $3 million a year already, but they feel stuck at the starting gate of the next level of their brand and they feel like the gate's locked and they don't know whom to come to and they're not sure who can really understand or who wants to really understand them and the uniqueness of what they do. Perfect person for me to meet. Perfect person. I work with a lot of people who are just starting out and have something new and they know they need a brand. I have people who have a gift and they know they want to write a book. I have a publishing company. You see it above me here if you're on video, Impact Driven Publishing. We publish clients' books. We help them outline them and, and actually, in some cases, outwrite out them and, and then publish them because a book here, a, a book is not just, I've got a book. It's a book is a stake in the ground that moves a brand forward, creating that perception, that unique and consistent perception that people have of what the brand is and what it stands for and what makes it special and what makes it outstanding compared to everything else. That brand gets stakes in the ground and books are that podcasts are that I help people get, I help people create podcasts that become a hub of a media um, ecosystem. And those podcasts create money that that helps the brand grow quickly and it becomes a center of of a media uh the hub if you will of a of a media ecosystem um it's about first defining and languaging the brand and once it's defined and languaged in a way that will absolutely get to those impacts faster and get to the money faster because it's attracting exactly what it's supposed to. Everything it says and does aligns. Guess what else happens? And this is something you don't, I would say you don't ever hear from a branding person. And it's the reason I'm back in branding, having literally left my career at age 50 saying, I don't do that anymore. But seven years ago, I came back to work with individuals and I'm here for a different reason. Here's the reason. This branding, this impact-driven branding helps the right people with the right heart and the right desire to help the world be a better place or help bring value to people's lives or help take away pain or whatever they're doing. And it makes them create a more abundant, a more successful business platform. Great. Branding does that for business if it's done correctly. Beautiful. But in doing that, they more easily can step from that platform into their purpose. And look, AJ, you and I have lived a few years. I'm not going to guess your age, but I'm just saying we've, we've seen some stuff, okay? 
and we've probably forgotten a lot of what we you know shouldn't have learned in the first place which is really good but our businesses are not why we're here the good lord made us for a reason and when we become abundant at our vehicles at our businesses and we can more easily step into why we're here and get on with that you know what praise god that's why I'm back in branding. I get to do both. Literally, I get to do both. I don't have to do this. It's a joy. It feels like love, which is another thing you very rarely hear from a branding guy. What I get to do is help people step into making impacts faster, getting to abundance faster, and then doing it in purpose, on purpose, and getting in their purpose. So hopefully... That was uh, an A-plus gold brick answer to the simple question of what is a brand and what is branding and, and what's impact-driven branding. Um, it changes a lot of people, and it changes the world they touch. And many, many of us together who are listening to this podcast right now literally can change the world in a very big way by stepping into our purpose. So, Yeah, carry on, <laughs> okay, well, uh, you know, what do people say when they witness the results of impact-driven branding? It's a fair question. I know you said you might want to ask me that. They are they're thankful and grateful for the clarity, and there's two kinds of clarity – and, and stick with me on this because everyone listening here can use this. Um, you can write down this quote. The quote is actually from me, but I, I don't mean to be you know, uh, uh, conceited here. But it is the clarity with which your brand speaks shapes its impact. When your brand, whatever you do, says to your the people whose life you want to touch, you know you can make it better. You know you can improve their industry or their their life or their business or their job or their life at home. And you say, hey, here's what I see for you. Those words are magnetic. Very few people would not have their antenna pop out and listen to what comes next. So when a brand says clearly, this is what I see for you, and then paints a really clear picture, it is magnetic. Most brands do not. <laughs> so make a note, okay? Most brands fall flat, and it sounds like this. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's it. You know, you say, well, what do you do? Well, I do this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Here's what comes alive means. What do you do? Well, you know, some, you know, they call me a branding consultant, but people say I put rocket fuel in their branding gas tank. Okay, okay, I say that to be ex exaggerative, but words have power, and if words make people words that are unique about you and your gift, about your business and what makes it outstanding, make people tilt their head, uh, tilt their head to the side and go, "Huh, wow." Uh, I, I like that. I, I, I want that. What, what's in there? You know, it's like you've created an intangible brand promise that acts as a magnet. That's what I'm talking about. 
four things make a brand come alive, AJ. And one of the things that many people that get exposed to this say is, I never knew that. I never knew how to do them. I never even knew they existed. But when you taught us that four things, consistency across the board, first of all, congruence with the heart of whoever is the brand champion. If, there, if there's no congruence, there'll always be conflict. So congruence is the first thing that makes a brand come alive. You can feel the authenticity. Literally, this process, and, and several people have said, you gave me access to my own authenticity, to my own heart. And it, now it lives in my brand. Okay, there you go. There's a good one. And the second thing that makes a brand come alive is consistency. Now, that sounds like a textbook. Forget textbook. Think of a person. If a person, like somebody comes and now they work at your company and they're, they're, they're inconsistent. One day they do it this way. The next day they do it this way. You don't know what to expect. Do you trust them? You don't even know because you don't know what to expect. So brands are like that too. If they say it this way and then they say it this way or they, do, they say, oh, we do this, but then they say, oh, we do this. Brands create confusion. They create misinformation just in the way they're inconsistent. So stop it. Consistency across the board, specifically unique language, particularly some unique words that are contrived and stand for what the brand does. And let me give you an example. It can be standard English words that are put together in a different way. If somebody says, what do you do? And you say, well, I'm, um, you're from India. So I uh, say, so, oh, I'm, uh, uh, I teach. Uh, I have a yoga studio and that's what you say. And they go, Oh, that's nice. But if you say, well, we do one-on-one -on -one yoga that has multiple modalities that all take you to a higher level of your personal wealth or personal health and wellness. And, and we are experts at body intelligent yoga. Okay. The people have been done yoga for 10 years at their expensive houses. They flip their heads on their side and they go, I want, Body intelligent yoga. I, I never heard of that. Well, you didn't never heard of it because we made it up. Why? Because it's simple words that put together create energy and give the brand a position that stands for what makes it outstanding. Okay. So we said four things. We had congruence with the heart of the, of the brand champion, consistency across the board, unique language that transfers energy and recognizability. Those are the four things. You bake those in to the brand you create and you've done the defining and languaging up front and you have titles and subtitles of content that are created during brand development that you can use for three or four years. Guess what? Your brand can't get off track. Listen, your brand cannot get off track. So that's another thing people say. This is remarkable. My brand cannot get off track. The track is so strong. I know the characteristics I must get credit for. We have a unique way to say my expertise is it's like a magnet. Yes, it is like a magnet. And it's totally congruent with you personally. And it actually gives you your access to your own heart, your own authenticity. How about that for, for being impact-driven branding, something that maybe you might want to hear more about or know more about. Perfect. Perfect, Rich. You have put things in the right perspective, in the right words uh, for the audience. 
and for a lot of companies to understand, for a lot of individuals to build up on their brands, personal branding or company branding. Now, uh, before I forget and before it all gets lost in between, you talked about your workshop, uh, right, about online one-day intensive four-hour live workshops. Tell us about how can people join that and, you know, uh, about that uh, but, uh, and how, how do people make the best use of that? Well, the uh, there are links into it, and I'll provide those to you. We can put them in the show notes. Uh, okay. If you're just listening here, I'll give you a, an email. Just send an email to my name, Rich, at richbrands.org. And right. say workshop, and we'll send you the link. Uh, the next one, we do, we do an intensive one day every other month. And we do a half day every month. And the half day is very inexpensive and helps under, helps you get ready and understand what, what this means about defining and languaging a brand and what happens when you do, because it's marvelous. All these things that you are missing and want, either get them or all the things you don't want go away when you define and language a brand clearly. That The half day... It ha we do, I said once a month, the next one is December 1st. The next one day is December 8th. And it's all on Zoom. It's all live. It is all me live. And if you're there and you ask a question, I answer it. <laughs> right. So it's like, don't miss this. And if you do miss it, we'll do it again because we get to. Uh, and thank you for asking. Rich yeah. at richbrands.org, say workshop, or, you know, how do we connect? Uh, if you really want to talk about you, um, just go to calendly.com slash richbrands and you can get on my calendar and we'll meet. Right, Rich, right. I wanted to ask you uh, at the initial stage itself, you know, not always one should save the best for the last. You know, <laughs> sometimes it is good to ask important things earlier on. Now, uh, to... Take our discussion forward. And this is where the mm. dilemma or the way I see it from my eyes, what I've understood in my years of experience is how different people look at branding. Let me ask you this way. Should people understand a company's brand or people inside the company, should they look at it as an art or something of a branding like an artful dodger. There was this guy in a Charles Dickens story in Oliver Twist, there was this guy called the artful dodger. You know, he used to build up things. I know, I know the play. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it can be an art, as you said, and if you if you look at it in the right manner. But a lot of people want to be that artful dodger, you know. It just branding is about put those glitzy thing in front of the audience, in front of your customers, potential customers, and look at their wallets. Get all their money out and then on to the next, you know, next artful dodging sort of a thing. Ploy. Yeah. Now, is that what branding is? I think Can a lot of a lot of people have experienced. A lot of people have, I would say most people have experienced the word branding being used at them to, to sell them things. It, it Branding the word itself is a shiny object. 
because people have their own, you know, they know they want it or being told you need it. And you don't really know how to do it yourself. You need a guru. So we're going to implore you. We're going to really imbue the word and, and say, this will help your branding. You need this for your branding. It could be anything they're selling. If you made them light a match and they would burn their fingers, if they didn't explain what makes a brand come alive, there would be a lot of burned fingers, you know? And so that artful dodger use of the word branding to attract and entrance and sell marketing services. And let's be honest, in some cases, let the world be honest, branding itself. When you hear unique language like essence and, and well, what you need today is a micro niche. That's all language that, that if you're trained in neurolinguistics program is entrancing. It's meant to put you in their trance so that you feel you must have them. They know something you don't know. We don't do that here. It's not necessary. We give people access to the steps and do it with them, in some cases for them. And then they become the champions of their own brand and they stand in their own authenticity. So I don't believe in the artful Dodger approach. I think it's mis uh, it's misused. Um, it's, um, it's disingenuous. What I believe in and what we teach here is a straightforward, very little jargon, no tricky language, just it's a process that when done is powerful. And you, I, I literally, I was reading testimonials preparing something for the brand before I got on. And one of my clients who's been with me for four and a half years was not good at marketing at all. And he had made a mess of his, of his IT business, but he had a vision and we created a brand based on his vision of how small companies need to be in compliance with data security laws that are happening all over the world um, to protect people from getting their per personal data stolen. And we created a company for him. And now everything that company says and does is consistent. And he is at the point where his brand readiness and what makes him unique is going to be a market fit with how small businesses are starting to realize how vulnerable they really are. It never would have happened without the clarity of language and the clarity of vision that we've built into the brand. So, um, and he is a, he is a man with a great heart when he becomes more abundant than he is, he will give back to the world in some marvelously huge ways. And that's why I do this. Uh, I, I don't see stopping AJ. This is, uh, it's a delight and a, and a blessing. And like I said, there are many people listening tonight, listening this afternoon, uh, listening this morning, depending on where you are as you're listening to it, who, for whom this knowing that this process is available, that this book is available, that the workbook's available, that, that you can access this online wherever you are in the world is a blessing to your business if you're at that starting gate to the next level of your brand and the gates locked, this is going to unlock that gate and help you build those stairs quickly. 
And it very well could be a blessing to your life because it will help you not only become abundant sooner, but it will help you step from that platform into your purpose sooner. And hey, we get to do that if we choose to. <laughs> if you choose to, if you want to make, make a staircase to heaven or maybe to your bank, to a bigger bank account, that depends on individuals. Right on. Right. So Rich, Rich let me understand from you. Uh, how, what would you like to tell these people? I sometimes, you know, wonder who writes these words, these fancy words in all the, is it the PR people? Is it, is it some, some special ghost writer? Is it the marketing people? Is it the advertising agencies? Who writes these words? And there are so many intelligent people in a company. There are so many people who understand branding. They understand marketing. A lot of big companies are there. How do these words still get through? And you know, and not everybody is uh, are bad people. A lot of them are good people. Then how does these words get into this company terminology? Become a part of you know their branding exercises, marketing exercises, and they flood all these things to the people, which is easier nowadays through social media and other forms of media, still knowing that people can see through all these things. And it may not lead to, this world is changing, especially if you, if you see now, now people will not fall, it, fall for it, but still people are going on doing this. Why, what do you understand as the reason behind all these things? Is there some artful dodger here who is able to sell all these things uh, to these uh, people who... Who, who, who are easy, uh, easy prey for them? You ask several questions. Uh, the first is, how does it happen that the words end up as the words in a large company? Uh, most of the people listening here probably aren't large companies. So lucky for you, you get to control that when you know how to champion your own brand. But having worked with a lot of very large companies, it is a process and people in the communications department, marketing, if it's a big, big company, it's, it's a, it, it depends whether it's a consumer company or whether it's a business to business company. There might be a, a vice president level of advertising if it's a consumer company because advertising is super important. Otherwise, it would be a vice president of marketing. And under them, there are marketing communications department. And it's in that arena where ideas and language and gets, uh, is, that's the kitchen, okay? But it gets approved sometimes all the way at the top. If, if the leader of the company really cares, it gets approved at the top. So here's how the mess occurs. You remember when we first started and I mentioned when a person is inconsistent, it's hard to trust them. If people, if an individual who is, who is, who is told we need some leads. Okay. It often starts there. What we need is some leads. Okay. They're not saying <laughs> what we need is to manage our brand and to make sure that it moves. It's leads. And they go, okay, what works? And they look at stats. Okay. If we use the word free, that works really well. If we use, you know, people love giraffes. Let's you, you know, think of Geico average, you know, they, these dumb TV commercials. How does a, how does a commercial end up on a Super Bowl that makes no sense? And that's just a joke. And you don't leave with any understanding of the value of the brand. How does that happen? 
it happens. People think they have to be funny or they have to create something that's memorable or they have, and they, and they do this and they do that and they do, and the company does all these things and it creates confusion and they don't realize they're doing it. Someone who did, they thought what they did was really good and they come up with a new idea and then somebody else comes up with a new idea and somebody that's not brand centric says, well, let's try that. <laughs> and by the time they're done, it over here, it looks like this and over here, it looks like this. But unless there's someone that watches over and guides the, the identity and the, and the, what is known for of the brand and, and says, this is where it has to move. People don't think like that. They don't manage it. And that's why agencies are worth their weight in gold if they're good. Our agency did business to business work all over the world. And that's what we helped do. When you have somebody that thinks like that, it's a blessing. As an individual, I mean, imagine this. If you're an individual listening to this into this podcast right now, and you realize that there is someone with 46 years of experience that's not on a yacht or on a beach, and he's saying... <laughs> Just get on my just get on my Zoom call. You need to do that, okay? Like, where would you find that? Seriously. And uh, anyway, uh, that's how it happens. Uh, people are charged with lower level executional uh, um, um, goals or objectives, and they try to meet the object. We need more leads. Okay. Well, you can generate leads, but at what cost? And they don't realize because they're they don't have the they don't have that strategic vision, and they're just doing their job, and it can it can get messy. Right, it takes a good right. leader, and and there's some mar look, the difference between a big big company who really manages their brand well, like no matter where you see it, right, it's right. consistent. The language feels right. It's almost like, take Marriott. You can go in any hotel, and the way the people deal with you, it's uncanny. I've been in Marriott's all over the world, and it's so consistent. I have no idea how they do that with the people, but they have a culture that is consistent in the way they train. That's masterful. And when you have that, it makes a difference, and people can feel it. They might not know how to articulate it, but but they feel it and then they're the companies that just sound trick and like you said people smell it they smell disingenuousness they smell lack of authenticity they right. smell like oh god here we go again they smell it and obviously people can smell if it stinks and you know these guys several times i've seen them they've got such a great excuse that when they make a fool of themselves they sell they say we have been able to create so much of conversation on the social media and all that stuff, you know. And then they they are happy even with that. I don't know whether they are fools or they are artful dodgers or they are, you know, I don't know what. I I, I my words fail me. I, I'm not real I'm not here to promote I them. Can't, I, I can't speak <laughs> Hindi on this podcast at this moment because you won't understand and I don't want to curse such people. <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to promote Dan Kennedy but I will say he's old and he's wise and he he wrote he writes a series of books and that book that he wrote called 
the No BS Guide to Direct Marketing Using Social Media. Dan is about making money. He's about business. And he chose Kim Walsh Phillips, whom I adore. She ran an agency and she made money doing social media for her clients. Dan had her write his book with him. And Dan says, I hate social media. It's a scourge on the world, but you have to use it because that's where people are. So if you have to use it, do it for dollars. Don't do it for likes. So I'm, I'm in the Dan Kennedy zone. We should all do that. We're business people. You know, this is marketing. This is business. Marketing is profitable. Otherwise, it's not marketing. Okay. So it has to be profitable. And, uh, and so, yeah, but you don't do dumb stuff. And don't be inconsistent. Once you cross the credibility line, it's very expensive and often impossible to go back over the line. And big companies do that. Oh, my goodness. Right, Rich. Now, a lot of people uh, like entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, you know, coaches, they actually want to build up their brand. Sure. And the biggest problem they face is how to define their brand. Mm -hmm. In a genuine manner, what would you suggest to them? How do they do this in any part of the world that can be implemented? That it, is it is the same process. And that is why this book is a gift, because it says, do this and and that, and it will make your brand unique. You will get credit for what makes you outstanding. You will attract those that you really want to reach and impact their lives, and you'll do it faster. And you'll get known for exactly what you must get known for to make those impacts. It is the sharpening of the stick of how to make your brand unique, give it crafted a unique positioning versus what people might think are competitors to you. And they'll realize there are no competitors to you because you sound and feel unique. And they, you know, and remember the question is not like why your brand, if you're an individual, if you're a speaker, a trainer, a coach, it's why you, <laughs> you can have the fanciest name in the world. If you are the face, if you are the brand, the question is why you versus why some other coach or expert. And so it is vital and uh, just like you said, there's so many who want their brand to be unique and come alive and more effective. I want that for you. Chances are coaches, experts have something that will make people's lives or their businesses or their families uh, 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 more successful, more abundant, less painful, something. They'll bring value to others. And, and if that's what you're about – this is really a gift for you. It's a blessing for you to have this. And, and I know that I've been doing this for so many years. I can't give it away fast enough. Um, yes, I do charge for what I do. But what I mean by a gift is who, who teaches it? <laughs> I've been teaching it for a long time. But it's not typically taught. It's typically held behind the curtain with fancy language so you can charge big dollars. Why? What's the point? You know, there are a lot of people that can touch the world and we, we, we get to stand together. Does that help on that question? Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Rich. In fact, uh, one more step forward is the messaging part in building a brand. Mm. And that, that's where it becomes, uh, yeah. becomes uh, confusing for a lot of people is that mm. what do I keep on talking about? myself or my brand should it be 
the same message how do i keep on creating new message sometimes even a genuine person can fall into that trap of you know creating something fanciful and 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 then that that leads to a wrong sort of a messaging or you know not able to understand the sensitivities of your audience of your target audience of your potential customers how do they tread this you know a tricky path of taking their for messaging forward to their audience to their potential customers and maintain that sort of you know uh, that that continuity as well as sensitivity along the line without sounding like a bragger uh that is an excellent question and i will give what i hope everyone will consider a highly valuable and usable right now answer uh two parts one is you i'm going to give you let's call them rich strategy nuggets how's that <laughs> number That's one good. rich strategy That's nugget uh, right when you're when you're beginning to get known or you want to relaunch your brand, make your number one message, the one that's on the top, on the above the fold on your homepage of your website, the one that comes out of your mouth, the one that you use to introduce you, make that number one message, eliminate the number one barrier that prevents people from accepting you or seeing you the way they need to that prevents that perception that you know is that you want for the brand, make your number one message overcome your number one barrier barrier being whatever keeps people from accepting you. Oh, Oh, another life coach. Yeah. They're all the same. That would be the perception of parody. Well, let's create a statement that's spoken with knowingness that only you can say, and they go, Oh, Wow. There's something about her. She kind of feels different. Okay, make your number one message overcome your number one barrier. That that de demands that you think about what your number one barrier is and really define it. Because once you nail it, you can overcome it. And you need to. The number two rich strategy nugget, and this is a biggie, and this will keep you busy, happily, smiling. When you write down those people whose lives or businesses you really can see clearly impacting, you know, and maybe you write down a handful of them, three of them, four or five, you know, but write, write down the ones that come from your heart. You not only know you can see helping them, but you, you really want to help. Them, okay. And you write those down, write down for each of them there. And I'm going to use a word that I'll define care abouts, but that's hope. It says what it means in their head. They are talking to themselves in their own voice and they're saying things that are frequently that are relevant to what you do. So let's say you teach getting past your fear of speaking because you're a speaking coach and a lot of people know they have to speak in their jobs, but they're afraid. So let's say you're doing that. Um, they're thinking, I, I just fall apart whenever I get behind a microphone. Oh, I will. I, I just can't see myself as a speaker. I'm not going to be able to do this. I, you know, I, I used to do this as a kid, but all of a sudden that thing happened and, and I have been a mess since then. Whatever they're saying in their head, write those things down. And let's call them care abouts. This is going to take me too long. 
how, how much is this going to cost me? Whatever the thing that's in their head, it's up to you to know them well enough or to be able to at least hypothesize what's in their head and write those things down. So let's say you write down 12 of them. Put the first, put the ones that are you think are most frequent or most powerful for as the top five. Here's the nugget. Use your target audience's carabouts to bait your marketing hooks, right? So if you're writing an article title or you need some content or, you, you know, instead of going, oh, I just got a new dog. I'm going to put my dog's picture on my Facebook page. Stop, please. Okay, don't do that. It, <laughs> it's got to support your brand. It's got to get you credit for whatever you must get credit for to make those impacts. So if you've done the brand development work, you have all those characteristics listed. You have your titles and subtitles of content. You have your, your, your categories of expertise all crafted. You just need to get credit for them. So you put, use your target audience's carabouts, the language in their head and their own voice to bait your marketing hooks. Put that in your headlines. Put it in your sub, always a, a title and a subtitle of an article or of a blog post. Always a title and a subtitle. So somewhere in there, your target audience will hear your voice and go, oh, hear their voice and go, oh, oh, he really understands me. Oh my gosh, she gets it <laughs> or whatever, right? It's like, those are two very powerful do this right nows and don't stop. <laughs> okay. And that's the way you keep it on track and you keep, you become a bigger magnet when those people hear their own care abouts in your marketing communications and they go, this person is for me. They understand it. They get it. I, I, they, I think they can help me instead of tricky talk. Don't do tricky talk. <laughs> right. Don't do you know, tricky talk. We call it the alligator of the whatever. It's like, don't even start. <laughs> you know? Right. Okay. Right. So from, from the artful dodger, from art of the matter, to let's talk about the heart of the matter. Mm. And that is where you talk about uh, when branding become God's work. So when ah. does branding become God's work? Well, thank you for asking that. It's a courageous question, but based on who you are and your own background and the kind of people that I've listened that you have interviewed, just masterful. AJ, I just, I've really enjoyed uh, the podcast and listening to some of your recent guests. Amazing. Um, it's a fair question. When does branding, something that's known as very mundane, become God's work? Um, so when we reach into our heart and ask our heart, hey, heart, whom do I really envision? I mean, clearly see in my mind's eye impacting, changing their life, making their business better, making their world better, taking away the pain adding joy, whatever it is, whom do I really clearly see impacting 
is it that 40 year old single mom with a child with a special needs and she's worried what happens if something happens to her is it the new couple that just got married and and it's covid and things are all falling apart is it to somebody who's about to retire somebody that just got divorced you know somebody that has a, a special degree or unique expertise who is it for you ask your heart and your heart will give you one and you'll write that down and then ask it what's another one have them come from your heart do not do this from your head when you do that and you write down under each of them these are the impacts i clearly see my work my gift you know, and I'll put it in you. What are the impacts you clearly see that your work, your gift, your calling, your business will have for sure? You see it in your minds on that person. You write that down. Realize impacts come in levels. So you might say, well, first they'll see themselves differently. Okay. That's not action. It's pretty low level impact. Then they'll take new action. Ooh, <laughs> they'll learn a new skill set. Whoa. They'll apply the skill set and they'll become abundant. Whoa, higher level. Their abundance, they share in the community. Whoa, now they teach others to do the same thing. Whoa, wait a minute. This all came from your work. If that's what you see, you write down. What's the highest level? When we do that, those desires, those I clearly sees that are in your heart, you can take credit for putting them there. But I'm going to suggest that maybe God gave you a little help. <laughs> and when you do that and you race to make those impacts sooner and it makes their lives better and it makes your life more abundant and now you can step into your purpose, not just your expertise, but why you're actually here. God's smiling. The moment you reached into your heart and said, this is the impacts I clearly see, and if you happen to find a branding expert with a few gray hairs who's willing to help you define and language the brand you must become to make those impacts faster so that everything your brand says and does aligns, praise God. <laughs> does that help? Yes. So how do people, again, I'm, how do people connect with you? What's the easiest way? You've already said, but then, as I said, there's no harm in the good things being repeated again and again. Well, thank you. Um, I'm just going to give my email address, and you you can say, you know, workshop or, you know, get me into a program. Uh, or you could just say blueprint. If you send an email to rich at richbrands, dot org and say blueprint i will send you a copy of your impact driven branding blueprint and you, you literally if you want to get to know me a little bit I, i'm about to launch a major podcast and i can't name it yet because we haven't finished all the branding but it's imminent it will happen in this year and and people will be on there and that's a great way to get to know me but it's it's not launched yet we've recorded 13 we're recording the, the second quarter right now but i have a series of videos that i offer at the brand you will become.com the brand 
you will become.com. You give it your email address. We send you an email and with a link and you download eight total of 18 minutes. So it's not a lot, eight short videos answering questions that you probably want to ask, but you don't have anybody to ask or you're not going to get straight answers. So these are eight frequently asked questions answered in short videos in straight talk that you can trust, not tricky talk to entrance you. Welcome to Rich Brands and Impact Driven Publishing. The brand you will become.com or just send me an email, rich at richbrands.org. That'll do it. The rest will take care of itself. The rest will take care of itself. What about the books, Rich? You have written several books and one more is up for release in early 2023. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the last one was an absolute hoot. I mean, my picture's on the cover of Cracking the Rich Code, which came out in November, uh, last November, about a year ago now, November, I think, 15th. And there's coaching legend Jim Britt, who was Jim Rohn's business partner back in the, you know, Orange County, California, back in the 80s. They right. created the self-development industry. He was Harv Ecker's mentor. Jim Britt was Tony Robbins' mentor. And here's Jim on the cover and Kevin Harrington, the founder of Shark Tank, and Tony Robbins and me. <laughs> so, so I got to put a chapter in that book. Praise That was awesome fun. And two of my clients are in there as well. And, and they're marvelous people. Um the other is uh, all the books are, are on uh, are on Amazon are on, uh, and the book that I'm um, I'm publishing right now on on impact driven publishing called uh, called impact driven branding seven steps to ensure your brand impacts people's lives and the world is slated for a February launch. I'm doing a book signing in Los Angeles at the Best You Expo first couple of days of March and. Um, I, I really look forward to just putting it out there. And it has a workbook that goes along with it that we use in the workshops. It just makes it simple for people. It's not, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just a process. So that's cool. Right, Rich. Right. Now let's come to the life part of it. <laughs> when you do something right, like branding, then it becomes God's work. Yeah. Even for life, when you lead the life, the right way, it also becomes God, God's work. Indeed. You are a you are an organic gardener, chef, and you <laughs> cook for your clients. I do. You play violin. I do. Since second grade. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, a devoted husband, 44 years and 49 Valentine's Day. Actually, we need to we need to update that. My wife and I are going to be celebrating our 46th wedding anniversary in December. And, and our 51st Valentine's Day in February. So I've been blessed. Uh, I'm one of the luckiest men in the world. <laughs> so how, how did it become? You know, when as I said, when branding becomes God's work and life also becomes God's work, what's the secret of such building up such a life? You know, when you build up a business, when you build up, you know, your life. And that is what everybody aspires for. But nobody goes and takes those steps to build up things in their own lives. How did you manage? What secret would you like to share with people out there? Well, I, I'm, when I say I feel like I'm one of the luckiest men in the world, my parents 
had a long marriage. My grandparents had a long marriage. My wife's family, long marriage. Um, my parents were both, uh, we went to church every Sunday and mom ran the Sunday school and dad sang in the choir. So church was, and the study of, of the Bible and, and, and the recognition that we are God's children and that we have the opportunity to be forgiven in a moment um, is uh, is baked into me, okay? However, I lived a long life, and it wasn't until, and I don't mind sharing this. As a matter of fact, uh, you asked. So it, it, I made a decision, even though I had been the president of my confirmation class, and my mom thought I was going to be a minister, but I turned into an agency executive. It's like, oops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> in my early 50s, I chose to restart my faith as my, my words are, I chose to restart my faith as a new Christian. And what that meant to me was I started reading the Bible every morning intentionally, not as a checklist but to ask God to put his will in my heart so that what I do in my marriage, what I do in my business, what I do in my per personal life is a reflection of his will. And it's congruent with his will. You know, you heard me say the first thing about making a brand come alive is congruence with the heart. I want to be congruent with his will for me or hers. I haven't met him personally. So it's like, okay, God's will for, you know, for my life. And I started listening. And the more I read, the closer I got. And for me, that was my experience. It made it very easy for me to feel at one, to feel congruent, to feel like what I'm doing and why I'm doing it is, an, is a manifestation of the spirit. It's patient. It's, it's generous. We give a lot it's it's forgiving because people make a lot of dumb mistakes and I don't I'm not the criticizer I'm the uplifter you know I could run the show like the TV the, you know the restaurants where they go this is horrible make this again you know like throw this out this is trash you know we don't do that you know <laughs> we're the uplifters we're like well I see this in your this is what I see for you notice the vision right and people go so I believe that's why it feels like love. It feels like a part of it. You can read a lot of the Bible and there only comes down to two things. We're here for two reasons, AJ. And you can mark this as my personal opinion, but it might go beyond that. One is to share love. And I believe every major religion in the world agrees. We're here to share love. And, and, and to treat our neighbors as, you know, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Like we're here to share love. That's number one. And number two is to praise our creator. Everything else is man-made. So we got to get those two right. <laughs> and if we stay in that zone, but if we jump out and we think it's all about us, it's me who puts the food on the table. It's, uh, you know, it's like, mm careful <laughs> but but it's everyone's entitled to their own opinion but 
that that to me that was a marked i mean you could put it on the calendar turning point and i've always been a man of faith i've always believed in god it was a major turning point where every day began with the word and one of the reasons people who are people of faith and i've had, i have clients of several faiths find me and go hmm I think you're the one, and I welcome it. Right, right. You have achieved so much, Rich, and in business, in your work, in your personal life, and then even even in in what you are doing today, you help others achieve so much in their branding effort for their businesses. Now, what is it that you seek from yourself going forward? That's my last question. Wow. <laughs> you know, sometimes we can't see the the forest for the trees. Right now, there are a lot of, I have a lot of to-do lists. Launching the podcast, publishing the book, making sure that the website is, this new website is complete. It's not yet. Uh, and that my brand as I step in front of the curtain, if you will, in front of the marketing curtain, because I've been hiding behind the marketing curtain, is an, is an excellent example of what I teach and what I do. So I'm focused on a lot of trees. Um, once I look beyond the trees, um, it's, to be, it's to build a, a, a world-class team, and I have a lot of people who are already on it virtually that believes in this, sees this vision, and reaches as many people as I'm supposed to. And that's not in my control. What's in my control is to be in front of the marketing curtain, not behind it. And so once I'm out there, my prayer is that God puts in front of us those individuals whose business or life he wants us to touch with this gift and give us the eyes and ears and the wisdom to know who they are. And if you're listening and it's you, please reach out. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much, Rich, for joining us. Thank you, Rich. And making us, and making us rich. <laughs> <laughs>